Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? me podcast how are you huh into the woods podcast your host ryan woods but you knew that huh who else would it be who else would it be dude honestly could you imagine somebody else hosting this podcast they couldn't handle me they couldn't handle the responsibility that comes with taking control of this microphone you know and this weather's got me down dude it's raining Cloudy. I feel like I'm from Seattle. Like I should be listening to grunge music and just dumping my day on people with the music, huh? I'm so sad. <laughs> I actually like that music. It's just fun to make fun of, you know? It's fun to make fun of people who are sad, right? Because if you don't make fun of them, who will? Brian, if you don't make fun of those people, who's going to? And I say, yes, if I don't make fun of them, who's going to keep them in check? Who's going to keep them in check? Who's going to handle them, huh? Most of them are dead. But who's going to handle the rest of them? We need bullies. I don't like when people say, everyone should be kind. No, wrong. We need bullies. Because without bullies, you get people like me. You get people like me who think they can be good at something. And we just can't be having that, can we? Um, How's it going, everybody? Huh? How was your Easter? Did you have a good Easter? Did you do an Easter egg hunt? Did you go out and find some eggs? Do you have a kid? Do you have a little snot-nosed kid? Did you had to pretend that a bunny came around and shit eggs all over your house and somehow put jelly beans inside of them? It's a really messed up tradition if you think about it. But even more so of a messed up tradition is that we believe for some reason that Jesus there broke out of a, a stone chamber. Now, that to me is bonkers. You know, I'm Catholic, non-practicing, but, you know, and I haven't been to church in a long time, dude. I haven't drank that wine from that dirty glass, the chalice, Jesus changing water to wine. What an alcoholic, you know? Being Catholic is tough when you're an alcoholic, you know? Being Catholic's tough if you're an alcoholic. People don't know about that. Um, Being an alcoholic in general would be tough, right? Am I right, fellas? Um, Anyways... Yeah, what's a weirder tradition? When everyone posts, he is risen. Who? Who's risen? Who? And they say, Jesus, man. He's back, man. 
Where'd he go? They put him in the stone chamber. Why? They didn't like him. Well, did they have a good reason? Did they have a good reason, you know? And I thought about the logistics of nailing someone to a cross. And I thought that had to be hell. You know, you're putting nails through another person. And I'm Catholic, so I can say these morbid jokes. Do you th- that's a really shitty way to go. You know, somebody puts nails through you. You couldn't made it. You couldn't have been a little bit more respectful. You couldn't have just been a little bit more like you couldn't just tie him to a cross. Like he was gonna have the same effect. Why just nail him to the cross through the hands, through the palms, and through the feet? When I went to church, when I was back, when I was you know, when I had God in my life, we used to go to church, and there would be this like life-size replica, I guess. Of Jesus just hanging above the church and he was like nailed to the cross. That's a weird thing for fucking kids to see, huh? That's a weird thing, huh? That's enough, scar ya. But these kids and their goddamn music and their goddamn YouTube videos. But we're gonna take them to church and we're gonna show them a man who died for them. It's kinda creepy. You know, you're not supposed to talk to adults, but you're supposed to believe that this fucking guy died for you. And he loves you? This is getting kind of fucking pedophiliac. I don't know, pedophilia-ish? Is that the right word? Like 1950s music? Like sweet, sweet 16? That's a little fucked up. Speaking of sweet, sweet, sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet semen? Huh? I listened to that Jack Harlow song because everyone was posting it on their Instagram stories. If you didn't know, Jack Harlow put out a new song, number one on Billboard. And if you're unaware, it... It has a line in it that says sweet, sweet, sweet semen. So he's reaching that point. Like semen. I didn't know you could rhyme. I didn't know you could rap semen. You know? <laughs> That's a new level of shit. But I guess like sweet. I feed him sweet, sweet, sweet semen. That's some gangster ass shit though. And I listened to Cody and Noel Miller. TMG podcast if they needed the plug from me you know what I mean so but they had a they were talking about how you reach a certain level of fame and I've been on this for a while where like Harry Styles Prince they just transcend sexual sexuality they're just like what can I get away with let me put on this scarf and wear it as a t-shirt and they just wrap it around their nipples wrap it around the upper part of their chest and go yep this is what I'm wearing and they show up and they look fucking good in it too like, I don't know if I've ever seen Harry Styles look bad. Fuck him, you know? You ever see somebody at the gym? You ever go to the gym and there's this, there's this guy at the gym? How many times do you say gym? There's a guy at the gym. Um, there's a guy at the gym who, you know, he he just looked like he won already. Like, he already, dude, you already won, man. Like, you show up, your hair's jet black, and it stands up straight, and there's no hair out of place. I'm like me. Looks like a mess of a man. You know, I'm a work truck of a human being. We've been over this, haven't we? We're like, I'm not going to go to the doctor because I'm I'm a work truck. You don't just take a work truck in every time the check engine light comes on. Right? I had a foot problem. I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not doing it. But like you people, you luxury car human beings have to go to the doctor because you need to be taken care of. Me, I just, I just down a little bit of good stuff. You know what I mean? But I'm at the gym and this couple shows up and they're just, just type A people. You know, they're just good looking. He's six foot four. She's five foot six. 
She's perfectly tan, no hair out of place, outfit pristine, him same way, tank top tight, muscles bulging, kind of get more turned on by him than I am her, and I'm just like, damn, fuck you guys. You know, I'm over here, <laughs> and they're over there just like, yes, we do work out, and they're just flexing. They're like stretching the whole time. They don't even have to work out. They just stretch, and they go out and pound vodka sodas. Fuck. Wake up the next morning and do it all over again, you know? Fuck them, and they work a nice job, probably, because they're just good-looking, so they're not even good at their job. They just get people just keep them around because they're fun to look at. I'm not even talking about her anymore. I'm talking about him. He's he's everything I hate about men because I'm not them. You know what I mean? I'm anything but, and I'm fucking... Something stuck to my foot right now. What the fuck is that? Uh, what's going on, though, dude? It's fucking rainy here. It's cold. Whatever. You know, I'm not going to bitch about it. Like those fucking people from Seattle. You know what? Maybe get some vitamin D. You cocksuckers. <laughs> No one from Seattle's ever been mean to me, and I just come on here. Just fuck you people, huh? Fuck you Pacific Northwesterners. Fuck you people all the way up there at the fucking border. Why don't we just give you to Canada? Anyone close to the border? I'm like, let's just give them away. Oh, boy. I got some feedback on my Instagram or my YouTube video about Elon Musk and the people commenting. They comment the same shit about Elon Musk every single time. It's always the same fucking song and dance for you, Elon Elon bros, you know, he inserts himself into every situation, example, Twitter, people weren't talking about him enough, he's like, how do I, how do I get into more situations, and he just, it's like, I'll buy Twitter, because he has so much money, and um, your job won't even give you a $1 raise, and he is buying Twitter, and I'm supposed to give a fuck, and then he goes and says, you know, there's one guy that explains to you, dude, actually... Elon's saving free speech because these companies, man. Oh, yeah, dude. You're having a problem with free speech. Guy who just works a normal-ass job from home. You're having trouble with free speech. How about you just make your fucking turkey sausage and go to... Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Um, But Elon Musk, dude, he just... He inserts himself in every situation. The Starlink things in Ukraine, I don't even think are up and running. Remember when he said he was going to like give internet to Ukraine? That didn't work out. You know, we're going to go to Mars still. Waiting on that, huh? Have they built the infrastructure yet? Nope. So I'm not going because I'm not going to be a fucking Mars slave. And if Elon knows anything about slaves, ask his dad who he claims not to know. Am I right? But the Elon bros, dude. Dude, Elon would tell you to do it. He would tell you to fix all the problems you think we have. Oh, yeah? Me? Okay. I want no potholes in the road. Do it then. I can't. I'm me. He's Elon Musk. He's buying Twitter, not fixing anyone's real problems. Twitter is not a real problem. I want real problems fixed. I want shit to fucking work. I want to drive down the road and not go... Maybe it's where I live. You know what I mean? Maybe I live somewhere that's not... up. You know, the roads can't be put together well, but maybe if we put them together better... If I run for president, uh, when I become mayor, that'll be my presidential speech. There will be no more potholes. That would actually work. The way you people, what's up with politicians? What's the deal? Fuck, that was the most 80s ass joke ever. That was the most 80s lead in ever. What's up with politicians? Huh, Ryan? That was the stupidest shit you've ever done. No, it's not. Let's be real. Um, no, let's give it five minutes. I'll do something dumber. 
Um, but honestly, I watch any of these politicians. Dr. Oz is, I guess, a politician now. He's just name-calling people in Pennsylvania. What's the deal? When did this become normal theater for us? When did politics become, I'm going to call you Dirty Dan? Dishonest Dave. Uh, hokey Hank. <laughs> Oblong Oz. That'd be funny as fuck. Your head's a funny shape. People be like, yeah, his head is a funny fucking shape. See, this guy knows what he's fucking talking about. And we're all so stupid. We're like, he is dishonest, Dave. Lock her up. Lock her up. Hmm. Well, that's Jesus and politics. I am really, really ripping through the the hits here. Um, let's get on a good topic here. Let's get on meat. Meat. So I talk, brought up turkey sausage. And I was at Easter and... You know, we were just sitting around, and Dana's brother was talking about going bald. And I was like, well, you got to get on. You, here's the thing about going bald. He's 25 years old. I'm in his wedding. I'm the pity invite to his wedding, right? So he's getting married to his fiance. That's how it works. Um, and Dana's his sister. That's how brother and sister works. And so I'm the pity invite into the wedding party. So I'm going to know none of these people. I'm going to show up and be like, hey, what's up? That's me. I'm the add-on. <laughs> what's going on? I'm the... I'm the in, I'm the in betweener. <laughs> I'm here because I just happened to be dating Dana at the same time Eric was getting coming of age and getting married to this woman. Glad to be here. <laughs> I'll be on the outside of all the photos, and it'll be weird if me and Dana break up because then I'll have to be cropped out. But I'm gonna try to put myself right in the middle so that if that case ever comes, they're gonna have to pay a lot of money to edit me out. So I just gotta stick it out to October first. Um, but anyways, he was talking about going bald. And, which was a weird topic, because he's like, dude, look at their hairlines. He's like, we're looking at family photos, because that's what you fucking do. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. He's like, what? I'm like giving him advice, because I'm 24, and I've overcome male pattern baldness for now. I'm on the offensive. The deal with baldness is you got to go on the attack. There can be no sit back in your baldness plan. You got to notice that shit. You got to assess the situation. And you got to attack. You got to go on the offensive because you know it's not going to stop balding. So you got to start doing it all, man. You got to find the minoxidil that maybe makes your heart rate go up a little bit. You got to find the biotin gummies that already sell anywhere. You can buy the name brand or you can just buy the store brand. I mean, it's all the same. Buy the biotin gummies, pop them up. And actually, it's good for you even if you're not balding to have biotin gummies. But if you are balding, you know, cut your hair a different way, style it a different way, try all the different shit. Maybe don't cut it for a year. Like me. And, um, you know, use different shampoos, different conditioners. I never used conditioner until I noticed I was going bald. I'm like, well, I need to use conditioner now because that's what the internet says. And then some people told me not even to wash my hair. And I'm like, well, first of all, dude, I'm a sweaty guy, okay? I gotta wash my hair, okay? Um, anywho, uh, we were talking meat because I saw this thing on the internet and you guys know. You guys know that I'm very, um, I'm a very, uh, impressionable young man. And if I see a Twitter thread that says something about something I like, I'm reading that motherfucker. I'll actually, I'll probably skim it. Uh, because let's listen, listen, my level of intelligence is books about rock stars and sports. 
So if it's not about one of those two things, and it's got more than 180 words, I'm not fucking reading it. So I was reading this uh, Twitter thread about how chickens have gotten 350% larger. And I'm like, damn, some big chickens. And then I just had this argument with Dana that chickens can count to 10. And then she looked it up. She's like, that's nowhere. I'm like, listen, half the shit I say is not real, okay? Half the shit I say is, is just being funny. Um, and I just believe it, so I say it. I heard it one time, and I'm like, look, that makes sense. I heard that chickens can count to 10 one time, and I was like, yep. They can count to 10, then they try to kill. I mean, I'm going to look that up. Can chickens count to 10? But anyways, I was looking up these chickens, and apparently... Chickens have gotten fatter, and we're just poisoning them and all this shit, and we kill them at, like, 47 days. And so now I'm out on chickens. So I feel like I'm going to go full fucking, um, I'm going to have to go full fucking, uh, probably never going to go and look at chicken count. Can chickens count? I mean, I should have looked that up. Can chickens count? Jesus Christ. Whoever the person watching my internet connection History is like this motherfucker. <laughs> what is he planning in there? He's looking up. He's lo- he's looking up as Louisiana sinking and if chickens can count. What in the raising canes is that motherfucker planning? Um, how smart is a chicken? Um, not very. Can chickens do math? Yes, chickens could do math. I thought they counted to 10, and then they once they got over a certain number, they just went on the fucking... They just went on a fucking, uh, you know... Our chickens isn't... They just went on a rampage where they just saw red. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's roosters. But that wouldn't make any sense. I don't know, dude. Listen, half the shit I say is just for effect. Don't Please don't look any of this up. Just repeat it back to your friends. Who will then repeat it back at a family function and then get weird looks. And then we can all have a shared experience of looking stupid. So anyways, dude. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to not eat as much meat now. So that kind of sucks. But I actually wanted to eat better for myself because I didn't want to look like a fatso when I got older. You know, and I've been feeling bad about myself anyways because I've been eating a lot of chocolate. I did post on my Instagram at RyanWoods2S as you already know. That um, that I'm on a diet again. I'm beating salads again, dude. We've been eating this fake chicken from Sweet Earth. Just been eating it like a motherfucker. So that's what I've been up to, man. I don't really know if I did anything else this weekend. Other than just go to multiple Easter's. Praise God, man. Praise God, brother. Praise God. Here's the thing about God. That I don't understand. I did talk to some people and they were like, yeah, I go to a church as non-denominated. And I'm like, brother, that's a cult. That's that's either a it's either a group or a cult. If you're praising God with no denomination, that's a cult. That's uh un un uh, unlicensed God loving. Is what you all are doing. And I worked at Chick-fil-A long enough to hear people talk about how God spoke to them. And I'm like, damn, I want whatever they're having. If you guys are doing drugs, let me know. Because I'm not a drug guy, but if you guys are talking to God, 
brother, get me whatever the fuck you have, because I want to talk to God as well, because I knew this one lady, dude, this shit was crazy, so I'm going to out her right here. I also have a secret I've been keeping inside for a long time, but I don't know if I can tell you guys. Um, statute of limitations. And so he, this woman, uh, let's say for a fact her name was like Allie. She, she was like one of like 10 kids, right? And I remember they would always go on a family vacation. They had so many fucking kids. And her father was a pastor, which just gives it away, Ryan, you dumb fuck. Anyways, they don't listen to this podcast. Who am I kidding? They, and we would always go like, so where do you find them? Where are you guys? Isn't that expensive? Like, I don't know why we were getting in their fucking business. And he, she was like, yeah, I mean, sometimes my, my dad and my mom will all just pray for money. And it'll show up. And I'm like, oh, so your mom's a hooker. And that's how that works. Or they're taking out payday loans. Or they're robbing the parish. You choose, buddy. You know? So, I don't know. When they would say shit like that, I'm like, fuck, I need whatever you guys have. You know, we talk to God. You know, we just call God. And he just, and he just sends it down, man. He just fucking, he picks it up. You know, he, he picks up and he goes, what's good? Like, we need money, God. God has no sense of what money is and just goes, fuck yeah, you do. Boom, 5000 bucks. You go on that Florida vacation in that rented Chevy Suburban for your eight fucking kids. Man, oh man, that fucking shit pisses me off. Pisses me off. But you know what doesn't piss me off, dude? I'm going to Bill Burr this weekend. I'm going to see Bill Burr. You might know. You might have heard of him. Uh, Bill Burr, up-and-coming comedian. He's doing Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. You know, small venue. And he's doing it, and he, you know, I got he kind of contacted me. He's like, Ryan, I heard your podcast locally is just blowing up, and I was like, Yeah, it's true, man. You know, I'm taking down Bill Squire, number one podcast in the um, in the city. We're going at it. He doesn't know it yet. He just doesn't answer me. He's a coward, and it's all good that he's a coward, whatever. And uh, he said, Yeah, man, I want you to open for me. I want you to go out there and kill. I'm like, Dude, you don't want that, pal. You don't want to know what I'll do to those people, man. I'll fucking put them in their seats. I'll leave a fucking trail of fire. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I'm like, nah, I can't do it, man. You know I don't get out of bed for anything less than 40,000 seats. I'm only doing Joel Olstein-style arenas. I'm not doing no fucking rocket mortgage field house. How many seats? He's like eighteen to 20,000. I'm like, see, see, that's where you lose me, buddy. I'm doing 40-plus thou. He goes, all right, man, I guess I'll call Bill. And I go, wait. He's like, no, too late. I'm like, fuck. I got to see that fat motherfucker. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call him fat. I just get mad. It's not that I think he's fat. It's that I hate him. <laughs> it's not that I think he's fat. It's that I listen to his radio show and I don't fucking get it. I don't understand a local radio. You have guy. You have host guy. You have co-host guy. And you have girl. Co-host guy goes, beep bop ba boop bop. Co-host guy goes, girl, you went beep bop ba boop bop bop. And girl goes, beep bop. And everyone goes, <laughs> and I go, what the fuck is going on here? Hey, girl, that we go that's on the show that just happens to be always single and always a hopeless romantic. You've been on a show. You've been on a bunch of dates, haven't you? Yeah. So I had this guy over my house. Oh, really? He was over your apartment? Yeah, and what wacky shit happened? Oh, you know. 
he shit in my bathroom. What? He took a shit? After you made him get tacos and margaritas? Yeah, he shit in my bathroom. I went in there to pee after he took the biggest poop. And everyone's going laugh track. <laughs> and host guy, because co-host guy's having that conversation, of course, because it's a below host guy. Host guy goes, wait, you had a guy over? Because he's some old guy. She goes, yeah. And he goes, how many is that for the week? Ba-dooms. And they cut to commercial break and some fucking ad for Windows. I just wrote every morning talk show bit for the next two weeks. So you're going back on dates. Yeah, yeah, I'm back out in the field. How's that? It's going, you know, as good as you can expect, you know, in this town. Oh, yeah, you think he's a listener? He said he was. Well, mystery man, you're out. No, don't say that. I'm just outing all his business on the radio. <laughs> but I am going to see Bill Burr, so that'll be fun. You got, old Billy, lock your phones up. You got to lock your phone. I told, told Dana's mom that. She's like, what would have you need to use it? Like, it was actually in a fucking padlock. That'd be funny as fuck, though. That'd be such a hilarious bit. You just put your phone in, like, a box like with everybody else's phone, right? And then it's just this big, huge box. Clear, too. So you can see it. Like, you're almost tempted. And then they just put a padlock. Or, no, they put, like, a one of those gym lockers with a code. And you're like, whoever gets to guess it decides the fate of the phones. And you have to guess before showtime. Wait, what? And then the, and then the cart that the phones are in, the box is on a cart, and it starts rolling towards a big hammer. And everyone tries, but then there's the one plant in the crowd that knows the code, and he saves the day. And he gets all the fucking pussy. Uh. <laughs> in between my last shows, Gilbert Gottfried passed away. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried, actually, you know, on a, som on a more somber note, rest in peace. Um... Gilbert Gottfried, you know, Dirty Jokes album, one of the greats. Gilbert Gottfried, what a, what a recognizable voice. His roast, his bit about the genie in a bottle, go look it up. I'm not going to butcher it. Uh, his bit about genie in a bottle is so funny. I remember listening to that Dirty Jokes album when I was working at a car dealership and people would ask me what I was listening to because I would just be cracking up listening to him and Rodney Dangerfield albums. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried, you know. Just one of those guys that just constantly funny and like knows he's funny like doesn't give it away he just is just hammering all the time and his uh his joke about the genie in the bottle never got old he would do it every fucking time and i would fucking die every fucking time so die probably the wrong word there but rest in peace gilbert gottfried um uh, for real so yeah i'm going to see bill burr this weekend and then i have one last thing i want to talk about nfts so i saw that logan paul our good friend logan paul who we've talked about many a time on this podcast, is doing this 99 Experiences NFT. And I got to ask, how many celebrities, like, are NFTs just a celebrity way to make a shit ton more money? The easiest? Because the whole premise of this, I know there's probably some story, but like Logan Paul's 99 Experiences is literally just him taking 99 photos and he's going to sell them all presumably for a lot of money. 
and he's going to make a lot of money. And it's like on the guides that you'll have like some power, I guess, or like you'll vote on stuff and you'll be able to like book guests for the podcast that he has. Why the fuck would that matter? Why would anyone, I don't understand when these rich people, I still, I still can't find a value in the NFT. And it really feels like something just rich people do to just pump up their wealth. They're like, yes, we're selling NFTs now. Here's one for 40000 Like the one that Twitter, the first tweet um, from Jack Dorsey, scumbag. He, weirdo, he um, sold it for like two, two, like something amount of money, a couple million dollars. And the guy just sold it for 200 bucks. That's the shit I'm talking about, you know? Like these NFT projects these rich people do. They don't make any sense. Like, why would I want to own something from Logan Paul that I'm going to have to pay thousands of dollars, presumably? Thousands of dollars. And the crazy thing is, is he only needs 99 people. And he's not a dumb person. I refuse to believe that these people are dumb. They exactly know what they're doing. They know exactly what's up. They're not dumb. I am. Because I'm the one sitting here going, that's stupid. And he's going to make... The, the amount of money that this house that I'm in right now costs, he's going to make in five minutes with these NFT things. And I'm going to go, hey, this is a scam. And everyone's going to go, shut the fuck up, nerd. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. It's the blockchain. You don't fucking get it, dude. You're fucking a dinosaur. And I'm like, okay, but like, what do I do with this photo of his life that is so much cooler than mine? You fucking jerk off to it, you loser. God, don't you fucking know anything? And I'm like, I guess not. These people are just jerking off. That's what I assume NFTs are, just rich people like, oh, we're going to fuck so many people over today. <laughs> the Jeff Bezos laugh. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Saw Jeff Bezos, Kim Kardashian, and Pete Davidson, and whoever the fuck Jeff Bezos is banging now. Whatever fucking humanoid he's banging now. We're all having dinner together, and I just wonder what the fuck they could be talking about. They should, now that'd be a podcast I'd listen to just for the fucking novelty of being like, what the hell do Kim Kardashian, one of the most famous, good at being famous people in the world, Pete Davidson, objectively, like that's hilarious to think about. It's hilarious to think about. I don't want to see it. I know I've already seen Kim. I mean, if you are a guy and you're, and you say you haven't seen Kim Kardashian having sex, you're a liar. So, but all I'm saying is that'd be fucking hilarious. The thought of Pete Davidson having sex with Kim Kardashian makes me giggle. And then what about the, what does Jeff Bezos want to talk to Kim Kardashian about? And do they have a second meetup coming? I mean, so many unanswered questions. And what do you think they ate? Do you think they ate anything good? Do you think they had it catered? Do you think they cooked something? I mean, I have so many unanswered questions. But that's all for next week. As the excitable boy is out of here. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Review. Love you. Links in the below. Follow me. Love you. Well, he went down to dinner in his Sunday best of a boy they all said and he propped a pot roast all over his chest excitable boy they all said well he's just an excitable boy he took in the forest
spark Excitable boy, they all said And he fit the assurance Leg in the dark Excitable boy, they all said Well, he's just an excitable boy Took me 